One of our deceivers once successfully bribed a police officer. Tell us who you think it is by voting along in the chat. Now, let's find out who's telling the truth and who is a chump. Let's... Jump the Rooster Teeth Game Show, all about lying and deception. I'm your host, Jeremy Dooley, and uh, this episode is sponsored by Bespoke Post and RTX. Now it's time to meet our three deceivers who are going to be lying and maybe telling the truth. This episode, starting with deceiver number one, Cole Galleon. Hello. Where's the Where's the claps? I got nothing. There it is. Thank not you. The, no, not real claps. I just literally mean a sound file. <laughs> Let's move on to deceiver number two, Todd Womack. And Fan favorite. Deceiver number three, Andrew Rosas. Look at that. Only two people can determine whether or not these deceivers are lying or telling the truth. The first is today's contestant, Mr. Jack Batillo. Hello. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm using the chat down. Are you, oh, oh, that's I good. You were oh, you're using it. the chat? Yeah, they're going to help me. the rounds because they get to vote along as well. Uh, because the other person sussing out our deceivers is you, the audience, voting along at home. You're an actual contestant. I'm sure you know the drill. You've seen the show before. And let's start things off with a game called What's This Do? All right, we're jumping right into this thing with this. It is a weird-looking item here. Jack, I'm going to let you see it, okay. Jack. And what's going to happen is each of our three deceivers is going to give a one-sentence description of what this item is for. Only one of them is telling the truth. The other two are making up a use for this item. It's up to you to suss out who's actually telling the truth. And if you do that correctly, you get a point. Audience, you're voting on who is telling the truth by using hashtags in the chat. Either hashtag Cole, hashtag Todd, or hashtag Andrew to tell us who's actually telling the truth about the item. Reminder, we don't want you breaking the chat. Everyone gets one vote. You can change it at any point, but spamming the same name is not helping your vote at all or helping your cause, all right? You're ruining things. Uh, so we're going to start things cause. off with Cole, who's going to give us just a one-sentence description of what that item is. Cole, what is that? It's an all-in-one kitchen utensil. An all-in-one kitchen utensil? Okay. Uh, you're going to have to probably ask what that's all kind of, that's That's yep. a little vague right uh, there. Thank you, Cole. Todd, what does that item do? Um, this is used to, uh, make small, uh, like, cloths. <laughs> All right, and, uh, <laughs> some small cloths. And on to Andrew. Andrew, what does that item do? Um, this is actually, uh, used in a garden, uh, to, like, punch out, uh, weed block paper. All right, yeah. weed block paper in a garden. So, Jack, you're going to get to question people up to my discretion. I'll just tell you to move on to someone else at whatever point I feel like. Okay. Um, who do you want to start with here? We'll start with Andrew since he's got it. All right. Start with Andrew. Whenever you're ready, go for it. All right. So, punches out weed block paper. What does that mean exactly? So, like, you know, you put weed block paper down in your garden to keep stuff, uh, you know, weeds and stuff from growing through. Uh, but this surrounds, like, plants you actually want to grow there uh, and, like, leaves space for dirt and for you to feed it and, like, you know, the dirt to be exposed. But, but holds the weed block paper down around the plant. What about the corners there? If it's holding the weed... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what Where about is... the corners? I'm just uh, saying, if it's holding stuff down, there's nothing there to hold it down with. 
Well, if you have a huge piece of weed block paper and there's a hole or a square cut in it this size, like it's holding it taut on four different directions, so the corners don't really matter. A hole you can just... still be a square. You didn't have to correct hole to square. <laughs> just a shape. Just letting you know. Okay. Okay. I think, I think I'm good with it. Yeah, really? You're done? <laughs> oh, you know what? Fine. That's it for Andrew. Who do you want to move on to next? Well, let's, let's move down the line. Todd. Okay, so Todd, you said that's a cloth maker. What was that exactly? So, you know, old ladies' hands were getting tired. Okay. You know, and you can, like, make something by stringing, uh, you know, thread and cloth making items uh -huh. uh, together. You can kind of make, uh, you know, like a... Like a, like a summer camp kind of arts and crafts thing is what you're talking about? Yeah, old ladies go to summer camp. Similar. There's old ladies yeah. summer camp. Similar. Ooh, um, and they never leave. No, oh, no, that could like, be a million uh, dollar idea. You know, it's like, it takes, uh, like, the weaving. It's like weaving. weaving. Yeah, it's like weaving. weaving. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you, you would put like string I, on there and weave. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to weave. A potholder, dreams. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people weave nowadays. Oh, dream catchers. Dream catchers. Dream catchers. Dream weaver is what I was going for. Yeah. You got that. I got it, yeah. Okay. Now, how, yeah. Much, how much would something like that retail for? This piece of plastic? Yeah. I don't know, 400 bucks? All right, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It's a banana, Michael. How much does it work? Ballpark figure. I do not rely on them to actually know the price. Okay. So I wouldn't okay. base it off that too. Yeah, that was yeah. an estimation. <laughs> in, in fairness, they also didn't make it. That's Thank true. <laughs> okay. All right, and yeah, let's have you move on to Cole and question a little bit about right. this item. So Cole, you said it's an all-in-one kitchen tool. Yeah, like as well, those as seen on TV. Okay. Like you can do anything with it. What? Can, tell me three things you can do with it. Uh, you can <laughs> cut cookies. You can rake some cheese on top of something, and um, hmm, I don't, I don't know the third one. <laughs> So it's a two-in-one tool. <laughs> All in one. Okay. You can probably oh, both else. in one. That's both big... things you can do in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm gonna point out, that's a big cookie, man. You said that's the yeah. punch-out cookies. Yeah. I use it in the mall. You're gonna eat like five anyways. Why not just make Why one not big just make one? one cookie? Yeah. So you could probably also like so, stick yeah. weenies. You can, oh, you can stick weenies on it. Oh, can you? Yeah. <laughs> Put them on the grill. That yeah. nice piece like, of plastic. There it is. One. Oh, look at right, yeah. Like, that'll, that'll hold up nicely. Honestly, oh. Then you get like thirty weenies. Yeah. The f what kind of hot dogs are you eating, man? Oh. Yeah, sausages. That gives them ventilation holes. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. And then you're like, oh, imperfect. You were asking about the corner earlier. What better place to pick it up? <laughs> you missed on that first <laughs> one. There. Cole, I'm doing my best, man. <laughs> Man. I gave three uses. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> Jeremy. The yeah, what's up? I have a question for you. What's up? So one of these, one of these people is telling one of the those truth. Is telling <laughs> okay. The truth. One of those. Are you sure? This does. Yes. Are you positive on that? I absolutely promise. One of them, even Cole, could be telling the truth and is telling the truth. Especially okay. Cole. So audience, remember using the hashtags. Get those votes in now. Jack, like you just said, these are all. Kind of hard to believe. Is there any you're totally just ditching? I, I mean, Andrew, I, I love you, man, but uh, my wife does a lot of gardening, and I've never seen anything like this at all. So I, that, that one's that one's tough. I, it's funny because I looked at it, I glanced at it, and I was like, that could be something in like to hold knives or something, maybe like a like a drainer for like Fourth kitchen option. utensils. Fifth option. Look at that. <laughs> He's just rat. He, this should but, be the salesman. Right? But then Cole, I didn't pick Cole it. just kind of went out of left field. I don't cook. And then Todd actually made a good point though with the, with the string and like you know knitting something together. So 
I don't All know. All right, so I think we know what you're leaning toward. Yeah. Audience, lock in your votes right now. We're locking it down. Your final votes are in. Uh, Jack Patillo, who do you think is telling the truth? I'm nervous because I think that Todd is a great liar, and he was trying to throw me off his scent. I think Todd's telling the truth. It's something about not having hair. Yeah. The less hair yeah. you have, the better you are at lying. Yeah. You, you hide all your sneaky. It's in a way you're lying to yourself. So I'm going with Todd. I think Todd was the one who t told the truth. You want to lock that in? Let's lock it in. All right, let's lock in Todd as telling the truth. What Ooh. the? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's full on like Alcatraz locking mm. sound right there. All right, audience, let's see who you thought was telling the truth about this item. Whoa! Cole, Ooh. not great. <laughs> not great, man. They, oh, they man. Can 1%? Look they can look it up. <laughs> There's also a 1% margin of error. Yeah, yeah. true. 1% was just like a typographical error. Yeah. <laughs> Someone accidentally wrote Cole. Like 93, 6, and 1. That was, that was pretty hefty in favor of Todd. And that can reveal the person telling the truth about this item was Todd Womack. He was telling the truth that it is for knitting. Uh, that is for weaving potholders and things like that. You got me this time, Patillo! <laughs> <laughs> well, me and uh, thousands of people in the audience, too. Right, so. yeah. Hundreds of thousands. That's true. There are literally trillions of people. Nobody there. bought his thing? 6%? 6%. You know, he got, he got a portion of them. And then he got a, he got Jim. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Jim was sitting there with his hot dogs on yeah. a piece of plastic going, listen. You could try it. 30 hot dogs on there? What? He didn't try very hard, to be fair. I even said to you before this, I was like, oh, that could be for like a kitchen if you put like a cucumber on it and like was slicing. I tried to go with that with slices. the hot dogs. Yeah. See, I was right. legit thinking you put like knives or something on there, like a, like a drainer like, thing, you yeah, know, yeah. let, let it oh, dry off. cleaning for drying, yeah. yeah. Cole goes, oh, good idea. <laughs> Which means that the deceivers did not get any points for fooling anyone that time, but Jack, the contestant, got a point, and you, the audience, both got a point, bringing our scores up to one, to one, Damn. to zero. So there is a tie going on right now, but as we've established... No! Not again! No lies. It's true mm. so far. Mm. Uh, yeah, winning on this show is not really a big deal. It's more about just kind of whoever the loser is. This episode of Jump is brought to you by Bespoke Post. This winter, start a new routine to upgrade your everyday life with a monthly box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to commemorate an occasion with a champagne saber or toast perfectly aged winter cocktails, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only $45, bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. I personally got the Forge box, which has a uh, Damascus steel. Damascus steel. It's a tough thing to say, but it's a knife in there. I bring it hiking with me. It's great if you need it in a pinch, uh, and it's just really, really good quality. So go get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code CHUMP at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com and use code CHUMP for 20% off your first box. You'll be glad you did, and thank you, Bespoke Post. <laughs> We're going to help determine that now with this game called Pushing the Envelope. I've got a pocket full of envelopes. In all three of these, well, 
<laughs> yes. Sounds like a personal problem, yeah. Jeremy. Uh, so each one of these contains a true fact about one of our deceivers. I'm going to shuffle them up and redistribute them. Now, they might get their own story or they might get someone else's. Jack is going to get to question each person for 60 seconds to try to determine if they're telling the truth or lying about their story. I'm going to hand these out. Audience, the way you get points works a little bit differently. We'll get to that in a second. But first, deceivers, pop open your envelopes, and we're going to go down the line. You're just going to read exactly what it says. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Hiding my answer. He, you're about to read it to him. Uh -oh. He's going to know it. You, you memorized it already? <laughs> All right. Cole, what is the true fact about yourself? I have, in fact, watched Fifty Shades of Grey 40 times. Watched Fifty Shades of Grey 40 four times. Zero, 40. Four zero. Not four Todd, three. what is the true fact about yourself? I have broken every bone in my arm. Broken every bone in your arm. Correct. And Andrew, the true fact about yourself? I successfully bribed a police officer when I was 17. Successfully bribed a police officer when he was 17. And audience, that is the fact we're asking you about. Who actually bribed a police officer when they were 17? You're using votes in the chat. Hashtags, hashtag Cole, hashtag Todd, hashtag Andrew for who that story is really about. Now, this is a pretty difficult game. So audience, if you get that correct, you get two points. Jack, at the end of the game, I'm just simply going to be asking you if they are telling the truth or if they are lying. You don't have to tell me whose story is whose. You just have to say... Truth, lie, truth, whatever. And if you get that right, you get two points for that. Okay. Uh, Deceivers, if you can manage to fool Jack, you'll get a point at the end of this. <clears throat> so, you're probably going to need it. Otherwise, Jack's going to jump way far into the lead. Way far. We knew Jack was going to be a great far. contestant, though. He, he did excellent in the excellent test detective. I love this. I, lo I love picking people apart. He asked for a, a pad yeah. of paper, which is normally a high sign of intelligence with the contestants, and also Hannah did it. That's true. So <laughs> That's a legal pad. That's true. <laughs> oh, take it. Look at that. Woo. We're going uh, to jail. So, Jack, you're going to get 60 seconds to each person. Do you know who you want to start with? Um, let's go ahead and start with Cole. We're going to start with Cole. So, uh, Cole, who's watched Fifty Shades Great 40 times. 40. Jack, 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Why have you watched it 40 times? Uh, first it was on accident, then I just thought it'd be funny. You thought it'd be funny. So, yeah. were you vlogging this or anything, or taking notes on no, it? No, first I just kept watching it on repeat on a plane. Uh-huh. Because like it was on like the little screen, yeah, and yeah. Um, after that, like I showed a friend, and then just one thing led to another. Okay. What, <laughs> what are the what are the main characters' names in Fifty Shades? Uh, what's her face? Uh, That's good sign. That's a good sign right there. Sebastian and Hannah. Sebastian and Hannah. Can you name two other characters in these movies since you've seen it forty times? Grace and Philip. Grace and Philip. What is Grace and Philip? What do they do in the movie? They work at a convenience store. A convenience store. Yeah. So Mr. Gray goes to the convenience store and uh. Yes, for hardware. Hardware, yeah. clearly. The convenience store where you go pick up hardware you for your yeah. various acts that you do. Yeah. So when you saw it 30 times, you started 40. on a plane? 40. Okay. So, okay. so um, Cole, why are, you, why are you lying to me right now? That's the, I wouldn't lie to you, Jack. You wouldn't lie to me? I would never lie to you. I don't believe you. I think you would. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so that is uh, your question, Cole. <laughs> Who's undercover, Cole? You're great at who's this. He's watched uh, <laughs> 40 times. Uh, who do you want to move on to next, Jack? Oh, man. Uh, I guess we'll go to Todd. We'll just work our way down the line. All right. Uh, Todd, who has broken every bone in his arm. <clears throat> Jack, six seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Todd, how many bones are there in the arm? 14. 14. How did you break 14 bones in your arm? To be fair, it was over the course of 12 years. 
in four separate incidents. 12 years in four separate yeah. incidents. Can you name two of those incidences? Playing basketball? Uh-huh. And in a bicycle accident. Okay, 14 bones. Are you counting the hand as well on that or just the arm? Nope. Okay. So medical definitions here, Jack. Okay. The arm stops here. Stops there. So other than so explain to me where the 14 bones are, because I was pretty sure there's just one and then two, right? Well, there's like smaller ones. Ah. Like the like the hand bones? <laughs> well, it's not just the two big okay. ones here, which I have broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's like little ones that come off the elbow. Uh-huh. Inside the ulna. Uh-huh. Right in the radius. Okay. And there's one called Uranus. All right, yeah, the the planet in the in the <laughs> in the solar system. So other than basketball, I don't know all the names of the bones. Okay, so so you, three different incidents, you broke all the bones. Four different incidents. Okay, tell me another one. Fight in a fight. Fighting. Yeah. Huh. Fight. Fight. <laughs> he got got out the the fight at the very end there. Hmm. Uh, so Jack, you got your answers from Todd there. I think so. A lot of bones were broken over several different incidents, and uh, that leaves us with Andrew, who. Uh, Bribed a police officer when he was 17. Are you ready to question him? I think so. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. How did you bribe a police officer successfully when you were 17? Uh, well, start off, I got a noise, I was having a party, got a noise complaint. Uh, cop came to the door. Um, I actually knew this cop. Uh, my folks owned a gas station in San Antonio uh, that I was in all the time in my you know, teenage years. And uh, he would come in all the time, so I kind of knew him. Um, got the noise complaint, came to the door, it's this officer, and just kind of like, you know, wheeled and dealed him and I gave him like 60 bucks. You gave him $60. Yeah. So, so how long ago was this? Well, when I was 17, so 2001. 2001, all right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hurts. Yeah. So uh, what, what was going on that was so loud at this party? It was just like music, like we were blasting music outside. You just blasting music outside? Yeah. And what was the officer's name? I could not tell you for the life of me. So you gave him $60. He was able to walk, he was walked away from your house. Yep. Was it your house? It was my parents' house, yeah. Your parents' house. Your parents let you get, why, where were they? Out of town. Ah. Fight. An illegal part, well not illegal, but parents away. Parents away. Didn't Cats tell away. them? Did not tell them. Did they ever hear about this story? They never heard about it. No. Until now. Oh, oh God. Oh, they're watching the show. Busted. <laughs> All right, so Jack, you've heard um, three stories there from our Lovely panel and audience, you're voting on who actually uh, bribed a police officer when they were 17. So you're still using the hashtags for that. Jack. <laughs> uh, a lot of I, solid stories there, Jeremy. A lot of stories. A lot of great up. stories. Yeah. So uh, is there anyone? I'm not even going to bother. Audience, we're locking <laughs> in your answers. Your answers are locked in. All right, okay. Jack, we're going to go down the line here one at a time, starting with Cole. I mean, Cole was solid. Solid. Rock solid on his story. That's the thing. It poked I mean, holes in that was. When I watch a movie 40 times, I just don't know the main characters' names. Yeah. Uh, the convenience store scene is a real believable. That was a real good yeah. one. That's when, a memorable scene. When he goes and gets all the hardware yeah. at the convenience store. So, uh, Jack, do you think Cole's telling the truth or lying? I think he's. No, he's lying. He is lying his ass. <laughs> Let's lock in a lie on Cole. Let's go. Let's move on to Todd, who broke every bone in his arm. See, Todd threw me off because, so, he said 14 bones, which that immediately seems like way too many bones for the arm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because I think it's like, I mean, just like I'm two not a and doctor. two. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he threw in Uranus, too. So I, I think Todd's lying, too. I think, think he's Todd's a, a liar I think as well. Todd's a dirty liar. I think he's a liar. Wow. Well, no. let's lock Todd in as a liar as well. Now, so mathematically, Andrew could still be telling it the truth. It could be. 
um, or could be lying, and it is up to you to decide that. Do you think that Andrew's telling the truth or lying about oh, this? Man, I, I don't know enough about Andrew to know that, you know, his childhood he was yelling. He did know that he was 17 in 2001 very quickly, mm -hmm. which is a good sign. So either he mathed that beforehand, but he just got, I mean, he just got that. So, um... Man. You have to come up with these things pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. But he's strange. So his parents owned a convenience store. That was kind of a weird thing. He no, the convenience store was Cole. No, no, no. His parents owned a convenience store. Yes. Oh, owned a convenience store. Yes. I thought I said we're at yes, a convenience store. No, no. Like, that I don't was, think that's enough time for a that party. That was where Mr. Gray went to get all of his hardware from Andrew's store. God, <laughs> I'm going to regret this, but I believe you. I, th I think you're telling the truth. I think Andrew is telling the truth. Lock that in? Yeah, let's lock it in. Let's lock let's in. Andrew lock is telling in. the truth. All right, and uh, so we know Jack's vote on the police officer story. Audience, let's see your vote on the police officer story. Ooh. Ooh, they think Todd once bribed a police officer when he was 17, so they didn't believe Andrew. Um, uh, you know, pretty even spread, though. It was, it was pretty cl closer than the first game, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm such a bad right, boy. So they think Todd. So we're going to go down... <laughs> we're going to go down the line Ugh. one at a time. Starting with the shocker of shockers, Cole, uh, you thought was lying. I can reveal that. Cole was indeed lying. <gasps> what? Sorry, you got that one right, what? Jack. What? Three well, times that I don't remember the characters' names. Uh, let's move on to Todd, who broke every bone in his Ugh. arm. Was he telling the truth or was he lying? You thought that he was lying, and I can reveal that Todd was Lying, you got that one correct Cash as well. Ass. I do not believe there's 14 bones in the arm, <laughs> despite all the little ones yeah, in the elbow. Yeah, the tiny ones. Yeah, the I was just that, and you I was can like, see your arms. There are no <laughs> scars. <laughs> like, and I also like the times, like you know, they go across. Yeah. Got the I don't know. Of bone arm, arm bones. All right, and uh, moving on to Andrew here, uh, who you thought was telling the truth, and I can reveal that bribing a police officer, Andrew was. Lying. Ah. That was lying. <laughs> Did not snag that one, Jack, which means the deceivers are going to get a point this round. And for you, the audience, which of these two actually bribed a police officer? That person was Todd Womack. So you got it, audience. Uh. You nailed it. Very, very well done. That's going to give you two points, giving the deceivers a point for that. Uh, Cole. You got some tough questions. You got, yeah. Have you ever seen? I've seen it three times. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? One, I saw it at a, a Master Pancake. Mm. Right. And then we did just watch it make fun of it twice more. Okay. And and so you have seen it. I have that seen it. That was Andrew's story. That was Andrew's 40 story. 40 times. I've seen it 40 times because I do Master Pancake, and so I've had to see it 40 times for my job. Explain that to the national audience. Oh, uh, Master Pancake, it's like a movie mocking show uh, done at the Alamo Drafthouse uh, Ritz. It's like uh, Mystery Science Theater. Uh, yeah, so I've, I have watched that movie That's 40 a times. lot of times to see it. And then uh, <sighs> the person who ruined their arm was Cole. And... Uh, we are going to hear those stories in our post-show chump change, so make sure to tune into that so we can hear more details on those stories and from Todd about his uh, bribing of the police officer, because I know some details about it, and uh, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a tale. Uh, so with that, let's see what the scores are at the end of round two. I like they scrolled. All right, one-to-one -one for contestant deceiver audience. We're front with three. Well done, audience. Clutch. This episode of Chump is brought to you by RTX. It's that time again for the 10th time. RTX badges are on sale now for the general public, and if you get your badge before February 3rd, you're getting it at that sweet early bird rate. 
This is the 10th RTX, so you know it's going to be a big one. The RTX Animation Festival and RTX Podcast Festival are making a return this year. Shows like Face Jam and Good Morning From Hell will be making their first appearances also. RTX is a great time for us to meet the fans, meet you guys, say hi, sign some stuff, and you get to experience all the cool booths and panels we have set up. We've got a ton of awesome stuff this year for everyone to check out, including a live show of Chump. That's right, we'll have our first ever live show this year at RTX, and everyone should come watch. It's going to be a blast. You can vote along in the audience by screaming or whatever we're going to do. Go to RTXevent.com to get your weekend badges for RTX 2020. RTXevent.com. I'll see you there. And uh, that means it's really going to come down to our final game, which is called Out of Context. In this game, we're going to show a social media post from one of the deceivers, and it's up to our contestant and you, the audience, to guess who it's from. Each deceiver will act as if the post is theirs, and Jack will have 45 seconds to question each deceiver before making the final guess. And just like in the first game, if the deceivers can fool both Jack and the audience, they get two points. Otherwise, they split the points evenly, so you can get a point, audience can get a point, they get no points uh, in any combination of those. So with that being said, I think it's time for us to see the social media post in question. Let's see it. While I am ecstatic to receive this blessing, also realize the injustice. <laughs> so that is the... That is a very strong post from someone there. And audience, you're voting for who this post is actually from. Uh, hashtag Cole, hashtag Todd, hashtag Andrew in the chat. Remember, you can change those at any point as you hear them tell the stories. And Jack, 45 seconds on this, so there's going to be rattling off some quick questions here. I might give you an extra one after the 45. We'll see. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, yeah, well, we'll get there. Um, so, Jack, do you know who you want to start with here? Start with whoever you want. I'll start with Cole. I'll start, start with Cole with again. Cole, all right. Captain what? Fifty Shades. That's him. <laughs> aye, aye. Has ne hasn't told a lie so far. Fifty Shades all while working in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, all right, so 45 seconds are going on the clock. Ready, set, go. Give me some context, Cole. Uh, it was about a uh, phone game. <laughs> what is this blessing? <clears throat> uh, I got a good uh, gotcha. You got That's a good, good gotcha in, good in the phone game, but what's the injustice about that then? My friend didn't. Your friend didn't. So why would that be an injustice for you? Because no, it's not injustice for me. I recognize the injustice. I'm ecstatic to receive this blessing, but also realize the injustice. So you're also receiving the injustice. I got the blessing. They got the injustice. Okay. And those is a phone game. Explain yeah. that again. It's a yeah, one of those mobile gotcha gotcha pawn games. Okay. Gachapon. That's a, that's a thing? Yeah, it's like, you know, Japanese gachapon, a little thing rolls down and you get a, a prize. Pops out. They have a mobile form. <laughs> that's a, it pops out, Jack. It's right? a little ball. It's a little capsule. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> so you're... <laughs> you seem... Spilling drinks. Just to add a little more context, you seem to be suggesting that, do you think your friend is better than you at the game? Because you, you got something and he didn't. Is that the injustice? Or just the fact that he didn't is the injustice? Yeah. Well, they, they are, that was not a yes or no question. <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, they were both yes or no's, but when I asked, Yeah, they're better than me. They're better than you? All right, that's an admittance right there. Okay. All right, when I'm wrong. Moving on to the next, who do you want to go to? Well, let's move on now to Todd. All right, Why moving not? on. Captain to Todd. Plantain. 45 seconds. <laughs> sure, it looks like plantains from a distance. It looks like plantains. They are eagles. They're birds. Uh, it's 45 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Tell me some context, Todd. Um, so, when I used to live in New York State, 
I won a raffle at this like pumpkin farm to win this huge pumpkin, like comically huge pumpkin. And I tweeted this along with a picture of me trying to fit it in my hatchback, which it like wouldn't fit. I mean, when, we're when, talking this big. When was this? This was 2005. 2005, you're on Twitter 14 years ago, 15 years ago? Yeah. It's not necessarily Twitter, it's just social media. Oh, well, you, you thought you said it was Twitter. Okay, so what was the injustice about that? It didn't fit in my car, I had to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> you paint a lovely picture. No, not the pumpkins. You need to be stopped. Cool it. Cool it. All right. I'm, a, I'm the bad so boy. So you ended up leaving the pumpkin there. Yeah, I was gonna make a massive jack-o'-lantern that you could. Didn't work in. out. <laughs> what a raffle to win. Pumpkin raffle. All right. All right. That leaves us with Andrew, and uh, you are again gonna get 45 seconds on the clock. Ready, set. Go. Andrew, what is this blessing you're referring to? Uh, so my friend James is like the biggest Star Wars fan on Earth, uh, and he got tickets for Rise of Skywalker and got just deathly ill food poisoning, could not go, uh, and tweeted out like, hey, first person to, you know, you know, contact me, gets the tickets, and I like panned up me and got him. And so what was the injustice about that? That he didn't, like, he's the biggest Star Wars fan on Earth and he didn't get to go. So he's on open, opening night. What was he sick with? Like food poisoning, like, you know, coming out both ends. Ah, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, so, when, so when did this take place? This was in December. Okay. Rise of Skywalker. So, just, so where was the, where did the screening happen? Alamo Draft House. In Austin? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Damn. So the blessing, the blessing was that you got the tickets. The tickets, the but the injustice that he didn't get to go. How many tickets was it? Two. Who'd you take with you? I actually went by myself because it was so last minute. That's super blessing. Wow. Wow, and an open room. seat. Yeah. Because he doesn't work it with anybody else who's a big fan of Star Wars or anything. Well, no, no. one no. no one we talk about. No. 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 And uh, all right, so uh, audience, you've heard the oh. stories. You're locking in who you think that story is actually about. Jack, what are you thinking going into this? Anyone totally? I mean, Todd sort of took himself out by saying this happened in 2005. I mean, that was 15 years ago. And if you're diving into archives for 15 years to find these things, I'm very impressed with your skills. I don't post much on <laughs> social media, by the way. We have okay. an impressive crew. That's true. That's true. Uh, Andrew, man, he is good at weaving a very plausible story. Um, Look at that face. Yeah. He got, he got me the last round. I'm afraid he might give me this round, too. And then, Cole, what did you even say? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was. Uh, need you be reminded of the ball? That's that right. Gotcha. Prize. Capsule? Gotcha pun. Gotcha, gotcha pun. pun. That's what it was. Gotcha pun. Which I think that was something that triggered. And he's like, I'm going to go down this route because it's something I know about. And it started rattling out facts, which is typically what a liar will do. It's true. All right. <sighs> You're trying to suss it out right now. Audience, we're locking in your answers. So that is locked down. Your final answers are in. Get out of there. Stop. No. We're not playing that game today. <laughs> now, Jack, who does this social media post actually come from? I, Todd's story about the giant pumpkin is a great story. I just don't see that's an injustice. Cole, it's not the pumpkin's fault. Cole, I love you, bro, but no, no, it, it's it, it's Andrew. It's Andrew telling the truth. That's, that's Andrew's tweet or social media post. And if it's not, I'm the worst. Are you locking that in? Locking it in. Locking in Andrew for the social media post. Audience, did you agree with that assessment? Let's find it. Where did Cole go? Let's Easter. find out. <laughs>
<laughs> what did you cards. think, audience? All right, they're with oh, me on they this one. Oh, they agreed with Jack wholeheartedly. Gibbs. Agreed with Jack. All right, so they both think. <laughs> they both think Andrew, you are on something. <laughs> Uh, I can reveal that this exact social media post belongs to our own Cole Galleon. No! That is who uh, it's from. No! Cole told the truth. We Redemption. didn't think he would. Redemption. But he did. Gotcha. Or got, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Pond. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Pond. Gotcha. Journalism. Uh, did a great job <laughs> sounding very unbelievable. Audience, uh, you also went with Andrew. That was, uh, that was a no-no. <laughs> no one believed the pumpkin. I'm no. seeing that was only 6% went for the giant pumpkin. Because they don't believe in the magic of Halloween anymore! <laughs> like you go, I wanted the pumpkin, I have to leave it there! You're <laughs> like yourself with the pumpkin. Giant pumpkin just getting smaller in there the rear mirror. There he is. There look at that guy. Hey, look, look at him. that guy right on Twitter. I mean, you were right that it was about Twitter. Uh, which means that the deceivers are going to get two points nice for that work. performance. Pooling Hell yeah. Audience, and audience doesn't get Jack anything. <laughs> And uh, that is our final game with two points thrown at them. I haven't been keeping track at all. My card is still Tied. blank. Uh, I normally <laughs> write on the back of it, but I wasn't this time. So is Jack's legal pad, to be to be fair. To he be didn't, fair. We didn't, we didn't, I got, got notes, notes on there. With the tallying done, let's see what the final scores were. Oh. Three to three to oh. one! Oh, no. That means... That that yeah that you guys really sprang ahead right there with that uh, with that double fool, which means that unfortunately for this episode Jack Batillo is gonna be tonight's. There it is. <laughs> Stamped the stamp of disapproval. Um, but yeah, that was the last game. You guys all did great. Cole brought it back at the end there from the. Brink of doom. How do you guys make it sound like you're lying while you're telling the truth so well? He really did. I didn't believe no, him, and I knew all. that was his. It, you're, you're a dirty liar. You're a, you're a good dirty liar, <laughs> sir. I'm, I'm a scamp. I'm you're a scoundrel. Really good. We're going to talk about these uh, stories a little bit more in the post show. Chump change, so make sure to check that out. And thank you, everyone, for joining and voting along in the chat. Hey, you tied the winner, so well done. But that is our show for this week. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Chump. Good night, everyone.